Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. I'm a self-confessed true crime addict, and when it merges with a case of the paranormal, it's even better. Such is the case of Adele Bourne Williams and the Drake's mysterious woman in black, the ghosts. That was my husband's answer. The question, what brings you to the Drake this weekend? As usual, my husband was trying to embarrass me. Or maybe he was trying to help me. I'm never quite sure. It's sometimes hard to tell. He's not into the paranormal like I am, but he does love to travel. I always sneak in the ghosts wherever I can, which is how we found ourselves checking into the Drake at the end of December 2018. Allegedly, a restless spirit or two hasn't ever checked out. My kind of place. It was a spontaneous trip to create a new, happier memory. I had told my husband at the end of 2017 that I wanted to go somewhere at the end of December 2018 if I was still healthy because that would be 10 years since C-Day. And for those who don't know me or Haunt John's history, on December 31st, 2008, I was diagnosed with stage two non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So I wanted to be gone doing something fun specifically for December 31st, AKA my cancer diagnosis versary. While we did do something fun New Year's Eve after all, although back in Nashville with friends, we ended up getting to be away for the other anniversary, the admission-versary, December 28th. That's the day my pain got so bad I finally caved and admitted I needed to go to the ER, where they found the tumor and scrambled to admit me. That's a whole other nightmare. But it worked out, um, and it also worked out that Chicago was where we wound up to celebrate my 10-year admissionversary. I, of course, turned it into part haunt jaunt by making sure we stayed in a haunted hotel, the Drake. The clerk's eyes lit up mischievously in response to my husband's answer, which, to remind you because it's been a couple minutes back now, was the ghost. Uh, this is what the, the clerk said. So you've heard the tales about the woman in red and the woman in black, have you? I have heard nothing, my husband said. And then he continued, I mean, no offense when I say this. This looks like an awesome hotel, but this wouldn't have been my first choice. She's the one who likes to sleep with ghosts. Okay, that time I knew he was trying to embarrass me. I don't like to sleep with ghosts, I quickly interjected. You make it sound like I'm some kind of slut. If the sheet fits. <laughs> This is a point where I always give him a dirty look, and it's usually the point where the front desk clerk at least smiles, if not full-on chuckles. 
It's all part of our act when we've been doing for years. Small crowds, always only hotel staff, maybe a couple of other guests. Strictly gratis, though a time or two we've tickled a weary clerk enough that they've upgraded us to a better room. The guy at the Drake had an awesome sense of humor. He totally found us amusing and decided to have some fun too. See that portrait over there? He nodded at the wall to our left, where the portrait of an elegant lady hung. Is that her? I asked excitedly. It's not often you have an actual face of an alleged spirit to put to the rumored haunting. The clerk paused for dramatic effect, then said, No, but I got you going, didn't I? <laughs> got me, I admitted begrudgingly. But there is supposedly a ghost, right? Yes, he said. Tenth floor, I asked. That's where people have reported seeing the woman in red. But there's also the woman in black. Have you heard that story, he asked. I shook my head. That's the one that creeps me out the most, he said. But noticing a line beginning to form behind us and that the woman of the couple behind us was looking a little bit nervous, he quickly added, that's all I'm going to say. Google it. You'll see. As soon as I reached our room, I put my phone to work. The best info I gleaned about the woman in black at the Drake Hotel came from Mysterious Chicago Tours. Here's what they wrote on their site about it. In January 1944, Mrs. Adele Bourne Williams, a 58-year-old society matron, walked up to her 8th floor apartment at the Drake Hotel with her daughter and found the door unlocked. Inside, they found a gray-haired woman in a black Persian lamb coat who had been hiding in the bathroom. Without a word, the woman pulled from her purse an antique pistol and fired two shots at William's daughter. She missed, then left the bathroom and fired several shots at Mrs. Williams, eventually hitting her in the head, causing a wound that would prove fatal within hours. Authorities never found the killer. The case of who the woman in black was and who shot Mrs. Adele Bourne Williams remains unsolved to this day. However, there were a few suspects. Here's the theories of who could have killed Mrs. Adele Bourne Williams. Her own daughter, Mrs. Goodbody. For whatever reason, authorities thought she could have made up the story about a woman in black laying in wait for her and her mother. The trouble was, Mrs. Williams had been able to speak before she died. She said there'd been a woman in black with a rose in her hair. She also said the woman yelled, I will get you yet! Plus, witnesses described seeing a mysterious woman in black flee from the hotel. So... It seems unlikely it was her daughter. The next suspect could have been a random burglar. Did mother and daughter interrupt a crime in progress? We're not sure. It doesn't appear that anything was taken. And then the next suspect, and probably maybe the best, is called one of the convict's sisters. The gun in the case was somehow traced to Walter Brown. He was actually in prison at the time of the crime, so it couldn't have been him. But it could have been one of his two sisters, Ellen or Anna. 
I'm not quite clear if both were working at the Drake at the time or if one was and the other was just staying there. But at any rate, Ellen was a desk clerk, I believe at the key desk, and Ellen seems the most likely suspect. But she was never charged, possibly because there wasn't enough evidence. But there may have been another answer. The woman in black wasn't a woman at all. After reading more about the woman in black, I couldn't help but wonder why they'd never been able to find her. That's when I had an unnerving sensation followed by a voice whispering, because it wasn't a woman. I say a voice because it wasn't like the little voice that normally lives in my head. You know the one, I'm sure you have one too. But this voice was different. But that makes no sense, I thought. All clues really do seem to point at Ellen Bennett. That quieted the voice, but the feeling persisted. It wasn't a woman. What if it wasn't a woman? Sort of doubtful. The woman in black had been described wearing a black fur coat and a wig. Ellen had once held up a woman in a park with a gun while wearing a wig. She also admitted to owning a black fur coat, though she hadn't worn it during the park holdup. Her past deeds really did implicate her. The holdup is just one example. She had quite a shady past apart from that. She also would have had access to the room key. Something else that factored into the case. A man's physique could easily have been masked by a bulky fur coat, and with the right wig, a man could easily be mistaken for a woman. However, disguising looks was one thing, but a voice? If the woman in black really had shouted, I will get you! Well, that would have been harder to alter. So it's not likely that it was a man masquerading as a woman. Surely Mrs. Williams would have mentioned something about that. So who's the ghost? As mysterious Chicago tours pointed out, people often get the legends mixed up and claim the woman in black is one of the Drake's ghosts. No, because the woman in black was the murderer, not the murderee. As they put it, it's a case of mistaken history mistaken haunted history, I'd say. The hotel also has a woman in red ghost story, but that's a topic for another episode. However, there is another famous true crime connection, so bonus, let's talk about that really fast. The woman in black case was a big deal back in the day. It remained a sensational story for years, but eventually it faded from the public's radar. However, it's not the Drake's only sensational true crime connection. Have you ever heard of Leopold and Loeb? They were two wealthy college students who murdered another boy from a a wealthy family, 14-year-old Bobby Franks. It happened in 1924, and they did it in an attempt to commit the perfect crime. The Franks family ended up moving out of their home on Ellis Avenue to dodge the, quote, ghoulish tourists 
who, according to the Chicago Crime Scene Project, took photographs and knocked on the door at all times. Where'd they move? Into the Drake Hotel. Mr. Franks would also live out his last days there. So did we see any ghosts during our stay at the Drake? Sadly, we did not. But I did enjoy staying in this historic, beautiful hotel, learning about its ghost stories and some of its history, and in general, just enjoying the area where it's located. It was a great launching, launching pad for us to jaunt all over Chicago during that awesome, new, happy, memory-making weekend. You've been listening to Haunt Jaunts, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Murak, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I got the music, Phantom from Space, from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. I know you have endless choices when it comes to shows to listen to. Thank you so much for daring to tune into mine. I really appreciate your time. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and every once in a while on Twitter too. You'll find links to all of Haunt Jaunt's social media on the website. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now. Thank you.